0: Here's a little travel secret. The best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping, museums, and art galleries. You guys, I love the idea of going to scottsdale this summer i'm about to fire up my group chat and book a trip because i literally love getting an amazing deal on a five-star hotel like oh my gosh i cannot think of anything better plus me you know i love the sun i love to lay by a gorgeous pool sipping a drink knowing that i'm going to a fabulous restaurant that night and i love that it won't be overcrowded Visit experiencescottsdale.com tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com tinks. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. Good morning guys. I'm Tinks and you're listening to It's Me Tinks live exclusively on SiriusXM. Stars channel 109. As always, it's our weekly time to talk to each other with a live ask me anything. I want to answer all of your questions. So call me right now. Dial 888-94-STARS. That's 888-947-8277. Hi guys. I missed you so much. Even when we do a, a voicemail episode, I just, it's only two weeks, but it feels like, it feels like a lifetime. So, guys, this morning, the best laid plans, they always fall through, right? I got up early and I went to go get a smoothie because I have my car back now after a three-month hiatus. So I feel like a teenager again. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get myself breakfast. I'm going to go get a smoothie before the show. I'm a Virgo. I'm organized. I go halfway through the smoothie-making experience The power cuts out and I thought it was just the place at first, but it's like all of West Hollywood. And then I was so first of all, I had to leave my smoothie halfway made very sad, you know, I'll be going to claim him after this, then. I th- as I drove out I realized it was like all of West Hollywood and doesn't it freak you out when the um the traffic lights are out? Oh my god, it freaks me out to know when I was driving like a like a mouse. I was so afraid because you know people are crazy and it's like we can't govern ourselves. People are, are all nuts on the road. It's really scary. So I anyway, I guess there's a big um power outage. And also I don't know what that means for me because I'm getting a new air conditioner, if you've been following along, uh, yet another thing in my new house is broken. You don't grow up. It's a trap, okay? It's a trap. Do not grow up. Anyway, obviously, as this heat wave is descended upon Los Angeles, I find out that I need a whole new air conditioner system, which is just like, okay, what else is up? What, what else? I'll tell you what, when the lovely gentleman came Uh, to to inspect yesterday, he went to the attic and as he's walking out after hitting me with this enormous bill for the new air conditioner, he goes, by the way, you got a lot of rodent droppings. Um, You got a lot of rodent droppings in your attic. I said, come again. Excuse me? Rodent droppings? Are you kidding me? I had termites. I nuked my whole house. I didn't know that I had to specify which uh, pests I wanted to eliminate. Anyway, enough about me and my boring middle-aged house stuff. I'm trying to promote the show. It's always good to, for new people to discover it. And uh, and so one of the ways that we're doing that is to film me doing these shows. But I obviously do it first thing in the morning. And I am not a person who looks hot in the morning. I look bad. No matter if I went to bed early, even if I didn't drink, whatever, I look so bad. And so I've been having like a gentle, a gentle war about wearing sunglasses and Jen and Sethy are like you know it looks really unapproachable if you wear sunglasses in the video it looks like you think you're a diva you're not Howard Stern and I'm like no I, I fully understand that I'm I'm just ugly I just I look trash in the morning that's why I want to wear my sunglasses so this morning I found light blue baby baby blue glasses with with lenses where you can see my eyes and we finally agree that this is a good uh this is a good compromise. So, huge win for me. I think we can go to a voicemail.
1: Hi, this is Rachel calling in from Seattle. I was wondering um, what she would do in my situation. My One of my best girlfriends still kind of talks to one of my ex-boyfriends, and they became friends through me while we were dating, like, years ago. Um, and they still, like, see each other and hang out, even though they live in different states. And then whenever I'm with her, she talks to me about him and, like, tells me what he's up to and just kind of, like, She says stuff like, He looks really good and he's doing really well and I don't know why it bothers me and that's probably a me problem, but I just don't really know how to approach the subject of talking to her of like, Hey, I don't really want to hear this anymore. Like it doesn't make me feel good about myself. So just wanted to see what advice you had, Tinks, on how to navigate the situation. Okay, thank you.
0: Okay. Hi, honey. First of all, not a you problem. That's a very normal problem for her. That's because of her weird behavior. I think it would be different if you guys knew him at the same time or she possibly introduced you guys or what have you, but she met him through you. I am here to tell you that that is disrespectful behavior. You know, a couple episodes ago, Camilla and I were talking about girl code, and that just goes straight against my girl code. I don't care. I don't care if she thinks that he's funny or cool or whatever. There's plenty of other people for her to be friends with, and she met him through you, and now you're no longer together. And also, it would be different if you're all in the same friend group or something, but the fact that they live in you live in they live in different states and they still hang out? Absolutely no. Immediately no for me. And also layer on the fact that then she has the audacity to say he looks really good. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to speculate too much, but it sounds like she might have a little crush. And that's, you know, not cool. So How I would deal with it is to go to coffee with her or on a rich mom walk, just be like, look, I... I wouldn't even beat around the bush. I wouldn't even say, you know, I, I would just say say it straight. I'd say, I'm going to be honest with you. It makes me really uncomfortable that you're friends with my ex. You met him through me, and we're no longer together. And even though we're on good terms, it makes me feel very, very weird and uncomfortable that you guys hang out. And it makes me feel disrespected that then you report back, um, that you report back on your hangouts when when I see you. And then just stop talking and see what she says. Because it's not nice. And it's not correct. And she's your friend first. And he's your ex, plain and simple. Don't mince your words. I know it can be tough. But one thing that I want to impress upon all of you guys, all of you listeners, more and more is that it's actually just easier to say how you feel. And this took me a long, long ass time. And I still have trouble. Sometimes I'll, you know, I'll try to cover something in a lot of words I'm very wordy anyway so just say exactly how you feel you know you're making me feel really disrespected and hurt and I don't understand why you're doing this and stop talking and see what she says but it's not a you thing and don't and don't apologize don't say oh this is probably weird of me or oh like I'm probably being oversensitive don't say that your feelings are your feelings and she's your friend and she needs to know um yeah that's not a you thing. That's a her thing. So good luck. I hope that she's receptive and and snaps out of it. We're gonna go to another voicemail. Sorry, guys, bear with us. We are having major technical difficulties. Like I said, it's really funny that I opened the show with a huge thing about the power outage because it's obviously extremely widespread and wrecking havoc. is it wreaking havoc or wrecking havoc on our on our phone systems let's Let's play another voicemail.
1: Hi, my name is Sarah. I'm from Washington State, and my question is something that thinks gets asked a lot. Um, I know you get asked it all the time, but I have some excuses you need to hear first before before you answer. It's about making friends, and I know you get that question all the time. Like I said, but my my problem is I'm a 24 year old. I'm married. I'm a pretty devout religious person like i i follow my religion pretty strictly um and i just feel like that makes me boring because i don't drink i like don't really swear like i don't mind if other people do though and that's my problem i feel like i come off boring like i feel like people are uninterested when they find out like i don't drink or whatever but i don't care i don't mind being around it it's just something i don't do and i'm wondering the other thing is i'm really shy at first and i have a really hard time like being vulnerable and being like outgoing from the get go So I'm wondering, do you have any advice for how I can make friends in this situation? And maybe, maybe it's not that big of a deal, but, but I just wanted to ask like specifically for my situation.
0: Okay. Yeah. This is an interesting one. That's, that is a lot of, that is, well, okay. First of all, you don't sound boring. I'm going to say that and you don't sound shy. So I would be careful about how you talk to yourself because remember our bodies. Hear everything. Our our per, our self confidence hears everything that we say to ourselves. So if you are consistently saying I'm boring, um, you know I'm shy, I'm this and that, uh, I, I, I th- that's not nice to yourself. So that's point number one. Secondly. I just this is an idea and then I'll go into my practical advice. I wonder if you can tap into your religious community to make friends because that could be a great resource. I mean, if you follow your religion devoutly, I'm sure that you've thought about this, but really tap into it. Like maybe not just in your town, but maybe more of a national network of people. Or is there this sounds really silly, but it's honestly pretty specific an uh, idea I would go on TikTok because there is a corner of TikTok for every single um interest and religion and whatever and you actually can build a community on there or at least you know interact and and talk to like-minded people and you'd be surprised how easy it is to make friends on TikTok. So that's just an idea. Also similarly Instagram, but I feel like TikTok it's very easy to find those specific niches. Um so maybe look into that. And then in terms of actually making friends you mentioned several times that you don't mind when people drink and um, you know swear and do that stuff around you so I think maybe it's a maybe it's a a question of timing of when you share all that because I wonder if if perhaps now when you meet new people you're like I want to be your friend but I don't drink and I don't swear and I'm super religious and I'm married and like you're telling them all that stuff up front and then they're thinking mm, maybe like maybe I don't fit into her life or what have you so I think let your personality shine first. I think it's, you know, aside from the shyness, you told me all these factors which you feel are um, debilitating to your friendship-making abilities. So I would not lead with those. Not that they're anything to hide, but just because... Anybody else, like for example, when I meet people, I don't say, hi, I'm Tinks. I love to smoke and drink and I love to do all this and that. And I'm really like, I don't say all that stuff about my personality. I just say, hey, how are you? What's going on or whatever. So I think that maybe you are, you're limiting yourself. You're, you're harboring these limiting beliefs about you and your ability to make friends. And the truth is people I find are pretty open minded. And so it, I'm not saying hide all these amazing things about yourself. I'm just saying, let them come out naturally. You know, being married comes up in conversations naturally. You don't have to say it up front or whatever. Your religion, that's something that's incredibly important to you, will come up naturally as you get closer to people. I don't know. That's just an idea. Again, I I I don't know how you make friends, but I think my overall um advice would be just uh, don't don't have these limiting beliefs about yourself. You sound really fun, honestly. You have a really fun voice, and you sound self aware, and you're interested in making friends, which is half the battle and um and then yeah i would again tap into your network and find like-minded people but but please don't speak badly about yourself and and even if you are a little shy that's okay being shy isn't a bad thing shy people are usually super perceptive and uh very emotionally intuitive so so speak nicely about yourself and and think i make i'd make a great friend so i can't wait to do that uh and i love you lots and and good luck and i am I'm, I'm manifesting a good friend year for you There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door, and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress, and there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. To my core, at how smooth my hair looked, especially that frizzy top part. You know, in in your part, all those little baby hairs coming through that frizzy part, that was smooth. So shout out Way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're gonna do on the bottle. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to t h e o u a i dot com and enter promo code Meetinks for fifteen percent off any product. That's t h e o u a i dot com promo. Code me tanks. The phones are back on, and Angelique, most patient person, we can finally chat. So, hi, what's up? What's going on?
2: Hi, Tinks, good morning. I can't believe I'm talking to you. This is awesome. Um, I'm sure you hear it all the
0: time, but thanks for sticking you, you, in there you. with us. Love you back. What's going on?
2: I have a pretty head scratcher one for you. Oh. um Of course, it's dating related. I'm going to try to consolidate the details as much as I can, because there's okay. a bit of a timeline. But so dating this guy right now, um, we were kind of talking back in high school. I'm in my thirties now. I'm 32.
0: Okay,
2: We're talking back in high school, lost connection in 2020, November, 2020, we reconnected. Um, and from there, it kind of like turned into this whirlwind thing. I was getting out of a six-year relationship and was still kind of on the mend. Um, Probably shouldn't have been dating or talking to anybody, but it kind of just fell in my lap and came out of nowhere. So I went with it. Definitely self-sabotage during that time, unfortunately. Um, And it's something that I've kind of figured out on my own after. But So we dated from November 2020 until about April of 2021, and he kind of was the one to be like backing out of it because of my like self-sabotage um and he of course wanted to stay friends and I was like not ready to also kind of have him out of my life so I was like I will try I kind of told him straight up like this is not ideal for me but I'll give it a shot and I did and in between that time I even kind of told him like hey you know this is really difficult for me um I'm having a little bit of trouble and every time we kind of try to talk it out and we would try to stop talking. We would try really hard to stop talking and he would kind of always come back around and, and it just never happened. Um, so we ended up after April, 2021, still kind of kept in touch, still were friends. And, but then the thing is, it did not feel like a friendship. It felt completely like a relationship morning text, like, like FaceTimes before bed, mm-hmm. like texting throughout the day, coming to see me, driving like a bunch of hours to come to see me. Um Wait, were, you guys, hanging out a lot. were
0: you guys sleeping together during this time?
2: Um, only a couple times, but that's the thing is like I would never initiate it. Yeah. He kind of would. Um and then I was just, I would of course kind of go along with it. Yeah. But I it wasn't very often. I'd okay. say that. Okay. Um so Um, that kept happening, kept seeing each other and all that. So then that that was April 2021. And then till about January of this year, 2022, I kind of got to the point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is really, really kind of taking a toll on me because I wanted more and I wanted to like actually try again. Um, and we had talked about what happened during that time that we were dating and I kind of, you know, expressed like, this is why I was the way I was. And we had a really good conversation about it, and so I was like, "Okay, like I guess that's good." But anyway, so January 2022, February 2022, I basically kind of gave him an ultimatum, yeah. And I just told him, like, "Look, this is where I'm at. I tried for like the last almost a year to just be your friend, and like, does this does not feel like a friend situation at all." Yeah. And I just kind of called him out on a lot of the stuff that he was doing. Like, he would be the one to just, like, call me throughout the day and be, like, just checking in, right. you know, just seeing how you're doing. And I'm, like, why are you doing this if we're just friends? Right. Um, so gave him the ultimatum, and he basically agreed, but that conversation was also really – like he agreed to try dating. And, again, that conversation was just, like, it almost came off like, well, you're giving me an ultimatum. I don't have any other choice but to go ahead with it. Okay. Even though I told, like, hey, look, like, you have the right to say no. It's okay. Like, it sucks. But it's it's fine. I just want to make sure that if we do this, you're going to be on board, like, 100%. Right. And he was like, yeah, like, I, like, like, let's do it. And so that started kind of in, like, February, mid-February. But nothing changed like he wasn't really being like affectionate we were still kind of it just still felt very friendly like we had like kind of hooked up like maybe once or something but I feel like even that went away so I was just like what is going on um and basically so that was February of this year and then um let's see in May of so like 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 what a month ago uh, not even a month ago mm-hmm. I was in Hawaii he was cat sitting my cat who absolutely adores him. Like, I think she like loves him more than me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's cat sitting for me while I was in Hawaii. And basically he broke up with me while I was in Hawaii on a family vacation. And um, I finally backtrack. before I left for this vacation. I kind of brought it up to him. Like, Hey, this is not really what I was expecting. Like, please yeah. take your time. When I'm back, like, let's talk about this. But right. like when I'm back, and this guy just, uh, for okay. some reason, could not
0: hold it in and yeah. like was so like, hey, up I "Don't you. think this." Yeah, yeah. And then and when while you- I'm yeah, so then when you got back, what happened?
2: When I got back, then we kind of had our like I had to see him because he had my keys and had a bunch of stuff and like uh you know, saw him and we kind of had our final conversation and it was pretty like emotional, of course. Yeah.
0: Um
2: and then he left. And then the next day, I'm just, like, at home, I was sleeping a whole bunch because I was just, like, did not want to be awake
3: for a little while.
2: And knock on the door, and he's back. And he was just like, I can't lose you. And, like, I want to, like, give this a proper shot. He's like, I do really think this could be something great. And, like, I really don't want to lose you. Like, I can't be without you right. or the exact-, exact words he said. And I'm just like
0: uh, and
2: he was just like, you can take some time to think about it. Okay.
0: We, okay. And so, and and that's where we are current present day. Yes. Okay. You have to cut it off. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't care. This is, this is too long a saga. Like this is you, he has, okay. First of all, let's back up for the whole of that time when you guys were talking and he was checking in and you were like, I don't know why he's doing that. Like we're just friends, blah, blah, blah. Why? Because he's having his cake and he's eating it too. He's having all the validation of a relationship and he feels this immense comfort with you, someone he's he's known for 15 plus years and he doesn't have to do anything. It's a low lift. And then you gave him an ultimatum and he said he's literally telling you, like, I feel pushed into this. And so it's like when, you know, that quote that Maya Angelou and Oprah always say, like, when someone tells you who they are, listen, like he's telling you, like, you should never have to ultimate. I I don't know. People have different opinions on ultimatums. But in this case, I don't think that you want to ultimatum this guy who you've been having this on off thing with into a relationship like that. Just he's he should be. Excited to be in a relationship with you. And now all this back and forth, like, you know, him breaking up with you while you're away, I'm going to be honest with you, is because he can't deal with it. He can't face his emotions. You know, it's like a low lift. Like, he couldn't even look at you straight face to face and say, like, this isn't, you know, this isn't working. And... I know that you still have feelings for him, but I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm worried that you have like sunk cost syndrome where you're like, this has been going on for so long that now I have to just keep going. And just maybe if I just do one more round of this, this is too long. I'm I'm going to be tough with you. And I hope that you called me because you wanted me to be tough with you. But girl, come on. You you deserve better. You, you got to cut it off. And I mean cold turkey. I, I need you to tell him like, listen, I have put my heart on the line a million times with you. I've waited for you. I've been patient and this just isn't good for either of us. Please don't contact me for four months. Just say that and then really do it because you have to, you have to explore your other options. You have to let him go. You're living in purgatory. You've been living in purgatory for years now. That's not a good place to live.
2: Yeah, having fun. And I, I will be for real. Like, he has given me a lot of that hope to kind of hold on to, which is really like not great. But I'm just, yeah, it's I time. totally agree. It's and I knew we you were going to be hard. So yeah, that's why I called. Yeah.
0: it's time, honey. Okay, I'm I'm serious. That's my final line. And please write in and tell me what happens because I really want to know if, if he's able to stick to it. But that is, you gotta you gotta be your own champion. And you got to be the main character. And it's time for a new chapter for real now.
2: I agree. Thank
0: you so much. Of course. Bro. I really appreciate it. All right. Bye, honey. Ugh. Bye. Rough, 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 rough. All right. <sighs> a long saga. This is never a good thing. Not, not that many rounds. You know, it's not boxing. I don't know how many rounds there are in boxing, but whatever sport there's a lot of rounds are, that's not how love life should be. It should be like one or two max. Okay. Abby in New York. Hello, Abby. How are you? Hi, thanks. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Okay,
4: sure. So I am 23 as of today, living oh, in New
0: York City.
4: Happy birthday! And thank you so much. This is a great present. Oh. Um, I met up with a friend from college last week, uh, just to catch up, and totally unprompted, in the middle of the conversation, she was like, Are you seeing anybody? I think I want to set you up with my brother. Oh. And she mentioned it a couple of times throughout the night. We were kind of like laughing about it. But I would be interested in meeting this brother, but I want to know how to, like, follow up on this without being too pushy or putting her in a weird spot if her brother isn't interested. And also, is this a terrible idea? how not a terrible <laughs> idea how do you like, have a successful setup situation
0: this is a really good question that i haven't gotten before I, I love this question and first of all happy birthday 23 living in new york city my gosh you have truly the world at your fingertips and i'm so excited for you um how close are you to this friend from college
4: i um, not crazy close um she's kind of like She's one of those people I can talk to for hours on end, and she's only in New York for the summer. So we were just kind of like, oh, my goodness, we have to catch oh, up. Oh, great. Um, you know, I I love her. I want to – my friendship with her does take priority. Yeah. Um, But it's not – you know, she's not like a – the best friend. I don't know that yeah, it no, it does. No,
0: I think so that harder. that's, that's all I needed to know. Cause I think it's like, if it's a best friend, that's messy or it's someone you're hanging with every week that can get too complicated. Um, but I think that you can totally text her and say, had so much fun catching up with you. And, um, I'm actually super down to meet your brother if the offer still stands and then just see what she says. Cause if she brought it up, you know, it's her idea. And then, you know what, just go into the date, super friendly. And like, it's just a blank slate. Like, who cares? It really doesn't matter. And these things, if you are honest, you know, either way, like, don't panic if you don't click with him or whatever. What I would do in that case is be super honest with her and be like, oh, your brother is a doll. Had so much fun getting to know him. Uh, I don't think there's a romantic spark, but, you know, obviously cool people running your family because we had a blast and just leave it. Like I would even tell, I would make sure to tell her if there is no spark and if there is a spark, great. It's g- set ups the best. Literally all my boyfriends have been set ups. So I say, go for it. And you have like birthday energy. Send the text today. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
4: Like, okay. And then you can send like follow up on it once. And then the ball's kind of in, in her court and her brother's court. And if I don't
0: yeah, I let it go. I think, I think follow up on it once is perfect. And if she doesn't, if she doesn't figure it out or she doesn't say something, then just leave it because maybe she was like drunk or she, you know, whatever. Like, you know, I feel like with, with, I used to be, honestly, I used to be so annoying about setups, like especially when I was in my young 20s, I would someone would mention a guy and I'd be like, oh, my God, set me up. And they'd be like, OK, whatever. And then I would hound them. I would literally hound them. I'm, I'm cringing thinking about this, honestly, because I used to I used to future trip so much that I would like stalk the guy online and then I would create a, a complete narrative of being obsessed with him. And I would think there's even a Sex and City episode about this where Charlotte does this, where you you make yourself believe that this is the love of your life and you haven't even fucking met them anyway it this is i'm sidebarring but i think once is perfect and if she doesn't follow up just let it be because when it's but it's when it's supposed to happen it happens when it does not it's not with setups i believe so but yeah send one absolutely
4: okay perfect i'll text her today thanks
0: i am so excited for you happy birthday again uh yeah you just it's an exciting time beginning of summer birthday i love this for you Thank you. Thank okay. you so much. Have a good one. You Love too. You. Bye, Abby. Love you. Bye. Ooh, I weirdly think that they're going to date. I don't know why. Maybe that's because I'm watching that freaking show on Amazon, which I'm going to talk about on Friday on the podcast because I'm so obsessed with it. But I'm like, teen romance is alive and well. Okay, I think we're going to talk to Margo. Hi, Margot. Hi, thanks. How are you? I'm good. What's going on?
3: Okay, first of all, I'm so excited. I can't believe I'm actually talking to you on the phone. Oh, but I'm excited um, to talk to you. Yes. Okay, awesome. Well, I have, like, the, not a crazy story or anything, but um, I started working at a construction company about eight months ago, my first, like, big girl job. Okay. And um, I was like, damn, there's, like, only, there's not really any, like, young people here. It's a lot of, like, middle-aged, like, people, which is totally fine, but yeah. like, I'm always looking for a kind of the cute boy that I can flirt with at work. Sure. Um, and so, <laughs> so then I one day kind of see this guy and I'm like, oh, the guy's like really cute. But I I find out that he like works out in the field and I'm a marketing person. So I just work in the office. So over the course of the last like eight months, I've really only seen him like a few times. And back in December, I knew that he was dating a girl um, but every time we would like run into each other, we would always kind of chit chat and like, it would feel flirty, but I was also kind of like, maybe you're just really kind because I've yeah. seen him just be very nice to everyone else. Um, and so, but then for work, I have to send out these intro emails for our new hires to the whole like employee list. And, uh, one time he made a joke about them. It was like, I love those emails, like love getting them from you. They make me laugh. And I was like, Oh, okay. Aww, like that's flirty. funny. I was like, yeah. I was like, well, turn on. Yeah, I was like, turn on your email notifications for me or I the mean, next time so you can see that, like, email pop up immediately. He was like, okay, I will. And that was back in, like, March. So the next time I sent out one of those emails, he had responded to it. it was like, really great work, Margo. Like, this is so awesome. And I was like, wow, okay. This okay, is kind of, this feels, like, a little flirty. But yeah. I won't read that much into it. So then um, fast forward to literally last week we were having an appreciation lunch and so we invited all of our employees and I hadn't seen this boy in two months so I genuinely was like we hadn't talked to a lot I was like he probably does not work anymore like I bet he quit yeah lo and behold he walks into this lunch we start talking like Im- immediately something feels different I'm like I just like feel something different I'm like oh, yeah. I don't know what's going on and he was like I haven't gotten an email from you in a while like maybe I'll have to email you first and I was like okay sure so then like during the middle of this lunch we keep making eye contact it's really flirty so it was like and he like mouths to me. He's like, well, check your email. So he check my email. He sends me this like really cute one that's just like stuff with like a winky face. And oh I was like, okay, that's a Yeah. And so this, um, basically, I ended up responding to him and was like, I was like, uh, please forward all flirting inquiries to my personal email <laughs> or see below for my number. <laughs> And he ends up texting. He also gets my number, asks for my number at that lunch, texts me two hours later. And we've been texting ever since and, like, flirting, like, a lot. And he's uh, he's 32, and I just turned 23. So it's definitely just, like, a new age range for me. And yeah. also, like, I've never – I, like, kind of feel like for the first time, like, this could – it might lead somewhere. Like, obviously, I don't know because it's so early. But I'm just – I guess my question is more, like, I've never really been in like a real relationship that I, where I've truly been like genuinely interested in someone, and someone's like shown this much interest in right. me, like from the beginning. I'm just really scared to be like extremely like myself, and like be intimate and like be very vulnerable. Even though I'm a really open person with people. like and I'm an open person in in general, yeah. But I think like that like being in a relationship with someone freaks me out, especially because I don't know he's older, which is like really hot to me, but also I'm like just nervous about it. So I don't know if you have any tips on. On, like, not being so scared about just if I end up dating someone who generally likes me and, like, wants to get to know me.
0: Yeah. I – oh, my gosh. Okay, first of all, this story is really cute, and I was, like, waiting for something bad to happen, and it really sounds great. It is – you know, I'm going to call out the age difference. It's a big – that's a big – you know, it's a big big difference. Like, a a 32-year-old guy and a 23-year-old girl are – in different places in life and I just want to state that I don't think that it's necessarily like a bad thing I just want to call it out and just say like you know yeah you're in different you're in different places but what I'm more interested in is what you're what you're afraid of like what uh and I really mean that as a as a follow-up question like what is holding you back and and do you think it's held you back in the past do you think you know is it just simply being vulnerable with someone is it opening your heart to someone are you worried of being heartbroken are you worried of someone you know seeing all different sides of you because that's really that's interesting to me
3: yeah so it's definitely something that's helped me back in the past I think it's just been really hard because every time I feel like I have been genuinely interested in a guy it like hasn't worked out especially if I've like kind of tried to pursue it more than they have right and then also like I just for some reason like them finding out like little things about me that you wouldn't know unless you were kind of dating me or like best friends with me just feels like so much more obviously it is so much more personal but it feels like it's so exposing and like I guess I'm just kind of scared of someone being genuinely interested and like I really like them and them just leaving eventually and I know that's kind of just the risk of dating someone but I like I want to be in love like so badly (laughs) but I don't ever want to like force something and I don't ever want to like look for love I just want it to happen naturally but I I'm kind of like what you said like I'm a future reader like whatever it's called like I look really into the future like very quickly Yeah. yeah and so it's kind of hard for me not to like just get overwhelmed and like overthink so much.
0: Totally, at the beginning. I get that, and I relate to that so much too. I think I, you know, in my younger years, I would really, really future trip, and and I'll, honestly, I would mess things up because I'd be thinking in the future too much and and not being in the present. I, I wonder if this mental shift will help you. I think that you know, our whole lives, we are told that dating is kind of like a zero sum game, like either you win, and you get like a partner, a life partner out of it, or you lose and you and you break and they you know, something bad happens, someone gets their heart broken or whatever, you know, the relationship ends. And I harbored this belief for so many years. And then I realized that that's actually not true at all and what you should be aiming for is not perfection in your dating life it should be to get experience and I think that dating as an era like it needs a rebrand it's not just like a race to the finish line try and not get your heart broken it's like you need to find out what you like you need to find out what type of guys you like dating you need to find out more about yourself because the way that you find out about yourself especially in your 20s is to date people. So you go on a date with a guy and say, oh, I love how the way, way he makes me feel so funny. Or, oh, I love how he follows up with text," or, you know, whatever. You love the way that this guy flirts with you. Like you find that sexy and cool. Like I can hear it in your voice. That's all important data to learn, right? So I get that it's scary, but it might feel less scary if you kind of change the parameters. Like, like just think instead, okay, I'm just going to go into this with the hope of learning something about myself, about what I like and having fun. And that reframe really helped me because I was always like especially if you're a perfectionist or a hard worker or whatever you think like I need everything to be perfect and like it's scary to open myself up and what if they find out something about me and that turns them off and then they go away and like you know you're just living in the future. So really try to ground yourself in the present by by thinking like this is might be a really cool experience. This might be fun. Maybe I maybe I fall in love with him, maybe I don't, but I'm still going to have an experience. And Looking back over the past 10 years, that's what I wish I would have done more of is think, wow, this is an experience and it's fun. It's so fun to have a crush. Are you kidding me? When you were like saying the beginning of the story, I was like, this is the beginning of a rom com. Like, this is a movie. Like, that is so fun. So, every time you try and go in the future and feel that fear and whatever, reframe, control, alt, delete, new neural pathway, and think, I'm in the present. I'm enjoying this experience. We don't know what it will bring. So, Instead, I'm going to enjoy it now.
3: Okay, that's amazing because everything you just said is like everything that I've been like working on for the last few years with men and like my experiences with them, especially like right now. And I feel like this is kind of my first time to be able to really like reframe my thinking in that way. So I'm really excited and I really appreciate everything you just said. Of
0: course. And you know what? You're doing it the right way because you're not looking for it. You said, okay, you're not looking for it. And, And that's when... That's when the world delivers, right? That's when the, that's when the, per, the you know, I don't know how woo you want to get, but like when you don't look, the right person drops in. And again, it might not be your life partner, but they are there to teach you something. They are there to give you an experience, even if that experience is, okay, this hot guy is flirting with me and making me feel really sexy because that's an amazing experience that everybody should have. I know, I know. I'm so really enjoy. excited. So. Yeah. We'll I'm go. excited for you. Please, please write in or DM me. Thank and you. Tell me, okay. I love you so much. You're so, you're so sweet. I, I, I really, you. I hope this is a great experience for you, Margo. Okay. Thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Oh my God. Wow. That is such a sweet, sweet call. That's a big age difference though. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. That's big. Although I remember when I was graduating Stanford, I, um, I was dating this guy and he was like 31 I think and he went to the business school oh my god he dicked me around to no end I remember he would ghost me for like like weeks at a time and then I would like run into him in New York City and I was like what are you doing here and he'd be like oh do you want to go on a date and I was like fuck yeah we're back on it's a big age difference but I feel like you know you again it's kind of you know it's an experience okay I think we're gonna talk to Alyssa in New York City hi Alyssa how are you Hi Tay, I'm good. How are you? I'm well. What's going on? Okay, a few things. But before I get into it, I need to ask you
5: a question. Um, have you tried the like internal shower trend on TikTok?
0: Yeah, I tried it in London. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? What do you think? So I don't mean to brag on my digestive system, but I think that I think it's good for people who don't do that every day. And also if you're a boy listening, obviously girls don't ever do number two. And if you are, don't know what we're talking about, then let's just keep it that way, honestly, or look up internal shower on TikTok. Um, I think it's good for people if they don't usually do that, but I eat fiber. I mean, you know me, I'm like, i am got chia in my smoothie every morning. I got, I'm eating salad. I'm eating yeah. vegetables. I'm getting that fiber. So it wasn't as wild for me as it i heard for some people on tiktok but mm-hmm. why are you thinking of trying it
5: well no i had to ask because i've been drinking it every morning and my bloating has been like absolutely gone so i just yeah. bring it up
0: it does i mean yeah. it flushes it's it's you know it does what exactly. it says it it will do so hours of body okay so
5: getting into it um first off I'm glad to be talking to you I feel like I'm talking to like my older sister right now which is amazing um and I'm an only child so that's like great to have you as that kind of support but okay so long story short I'm in like a giant transitional period right now in my life I am
0: 23
5: okay I have been living in New York for two years now um, and right now I kind of have like a year in between now and when I go off to grad school, okay. um, to get my PhD. So oh. I have like a year off and I kind of decided I just needed a change. I needed to take a gap year because I graduated in 2020 from college and I didn't really have the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And I made the decision to not resign my New York lease. Um, so I'm moving out of New York city, July 30th okay. and I'm leaving all of my friends. I'm leaving the life that I've created here, which I love. But I just felt like I needed something different. I felt like I needed to leave. Um, And right now I'm in the position where I can really do anything, but that's so overwhelming. And um, I'm kind of, I've been long distance with my boyfriend for like two years. Now we met in college and we've been long distance um, and we've been doing it. It sucks, but we've been doing it. So I'm kind of in a position. um, I know it's young, but I'm like, do I move in with him? He lives in Miami. Do I move to Miami? I have a couple of friends in San Diego, like, Do I move to San Diego for a year? Do I move to Miami for a year? Do I see my boyfriend wants to come with me to San Diego? I'm just terrified that I'm making the wrong decision. I'm going to have insane FOMO leaving all of my friends here. But I just feel like I need to move on. And I feel like I need to experience more things before I'm in grad school for like five years. But it's overwhelming. I'm just like. I don't know.
0: It's it's definitely overwhelming. Wait, where is grad school, if you don't mind me asking? What state? I don't know yet. I'm
5: actually applying in, like, November, December. Okay. So it's really up in the air, and it's just, like, so difficult to get into. It's, like, wherever accepts
0: me, I have to go. Got so it. like, I'm a, I'm a yeah. place
5: seller around the country. But that is a lot up in I the air. no yeah. clue what's going on in the next year.
0: Yeah, that is definitely a lot going up in the air because you don't know where you're going to be living, and I feel like that might have a big influence on what you do spending the next year. I mean, if you're moving to... I don't know, somewhere freezing, then you probably want to be in Miami or San Diego. And if you're going to, you know, University of Miami grad school, then that's a different story. So I I get that. Yeah, that's a big transitional period. I think the fact that you went out on a limb and and just, you know, you didn't renew your lease and you made this choice and you're saying you open the call with me saying, like, you really want to experience more and do this. Like, I think that that's pretty overwhelming evidence that you do need to do something different um you know the question of the boyfriend is an interesting one like Miami's really nice but it would be I mean you know how you know how that year would go right you would you would live with him and that would be really lovely and and it it might however make uh Make moving out har- harder, you know, because I think if you're doing long distance and then you move in with him and then you, you know, you go to grad school, that might be a difficult pivot. Not to say that you shouldn't do it, but that is one thing to consider.
5: Yeah, I mean, he would potentially move with me to like wherever to go to grad oh, school. Oh, good. But it's like, okay. Yeah. i has been a long distance for two years and I just need to know what it's like having like a boyfriend physically present with me because I'm not used to that anymore you
0: know well why don't you what What? here's an idea why don't you um, go to San Diego for the summer and then when it's in the fall when it's crunch time for applying to grad school which by the way is no joke like that's going to take up a lot of time and energy why don't you go to Miami then because then you, you know you can move in with your boyfriend whenever so why don't you get a little sublet in San Diego for the summer and just try it out and then you'll have the best of both worlds you can spend the summer with your friends your boyfriend can come and visit you can feel that sense of adventure and whatever and then move in with your boyfriend in the fall
5: you're so right and I have friends there so that's nice I'm just someone who I need to have friends I'm not the kind of girl where I can only have my boyfriend of course I don't know any friends in Miami and I know like I'll to make friends with brick wall so it'll be fine but the second thing I'm just terrified of having FOMO I'm so terrified the second I move out and I see all my friends together at my old apartment pre-gaming and going out and eating dinner together I'm afraid I'm just gonna lose my mind
0: like but you, I don't
5: know. That's that's the thing I'm dealing with the most is like FOMO and just potentially regretting leaving.
0: Yeah, you. But the, here's the thing: right now, you have you have fear of FOMO. You don't even have FOMO yet. You you literally have fear of it. So don't don't make a problem before there is one. And I think that even more reason for you to move to San Diego because you do have friends there and yeah your friends are going to be always going to have fun but so are you and you're going to have new experiences that's why you that's why I think you need to make this choice where we're, I got to wrap up here we were less than a minute left but you you need to make your choice so that you can get excited about it that's the thing that's why you're feeling so much fear right now it's because you don't have a plan and so you're just like in the abyss but now make this your plan start looking at pictures of San Diego tell your friends there to get hyped up tell your boyfriend to get hyped up because you're moving in with him in the fall and then now you have that anchor of like excitement and fun Um, because that's what you need it's no wonder that you're afraid you're you don't have a plan so I think I think that's what I would suggest and I'm really proud of you for being so adventurous and brave and uh it's gonna be great thank you so much I love you tons okay you're gonna do great just make a plan and go have fun I'm proud of you. Okay, guys, that was it for us this week. I'll be back on Friday uh, for the podcast. Love you tons.
5: Here you are. BPMs high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. uh. I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your
2: plants do not.